0: Unfiltered news. Real news. Welcome everyone to the Tory Says Show. I'm your host, Tori. Today is April 18th, 2019, and we had uh, the press conference held today by William Barr. And I have so much to talk about. I hope everyone was listening carefully to what he was saying. But before I get into that, I want to draw your attention to a tweet that the president sent out. I want to play it for you. And then I want to play for you a soundbite from 20 years ago, over 20 years ago, where President Trump discussed the same thing so he tweeted out earlier today no collusion right no collusion no obstruction take a listen to the video that was included with that
1: fighting back not for, I do have the right to fight back and I'm fighting back
2: not for me I'm fighting back for the people of this country no collusion there
1: was no collusion
2: no collusion no collusion There is absolutely no collusion. There's no collusion. The fact is, there is no collusion. No collusion? There's no collusion. This is
3: an investigation where many, many millions of dollars has been spent, and there's no collusion. This is a, a win for this president who, for now two years, has essentially been screaming there was no Russia collusion. He is backed
1: up by. Muller. Maybe every time he said no collusion, like more than 231 times so far, maybe every time he said no collusion, he was telling the truth. This was an illegal takedown that failed. And hopefully somebody's going to look at the other side.
0: Well, I could tell you something. I'm looking at the other side. And today I'm going to be breaking some really huge stuff. And we're going to be uh, analyzing William Barr's press conference, just so that you can see that I was right, just so that you can see that William Barr will not be Attorney General of the United States for, let's see, he'll be out before Labor Day, and I'll tell you why. But before that, remember this tweet, this video that President Trump put together, Put together was specifically pointing to the fact that he will fight back. He believes in retribution, and here he is over 20 years ago discussing that.
1: That's against our teachings. I just believe it. I believe in an eye for an eye. If you did turn the other cheek, as the clergy are presumably suggesting, sweet. I believe strongly in getting even. If somebody has hurt you, if somebody's gone out
3: of their way to hurt you, I think that if you have the opportunity, you should certainly go out of your way to do a number of them. And I've had more criticism about that one statement in my book than any other statement. The clergy is called, the ministers, the priests, the rabbis, they've all said, what a terrible thing to say. That's against our teachings. I just believe it. I believe in an eye
4: for an eye. If you did turn the other cheek as the clergy are presumably suggesting to you, What would that do to your reputation in business circles here in New York?
1: Well, I don't know what it would do to my
3: reputation. I just don't believe instinctively in turning the other cheek. If somebody was out to hurt you, if somebody was out to do a number on you, I really believe that you should just do a number on them if you get the
0: chance. And President Trump has the chance. I'm going to tell you one thing. William Barr will hold the brunt, will hold most of the responsibility for decades of corruption because he was their last-ditch effort. Are you getting that? He was their last-ditch effort. I've said it from day one that he is corrupt. I've said it from day one that he postured himself to be hired. He postured himself so that he is placed within The Trump administration, I said that. I have a full-blown article outlining it. But I'm going to tell you things that the majority of you listening to me already know. But I will be able to demonstrate them better for you. And obviously, I have written up this article and I was waiting for the press conference. But Fire Barr should be at the top of the list. You see anyone applauding. William Barr, you know They are part of that MAGA coalition team, the fake MAGA groups. Barr did his job. He was hired to prove that there was no collusion with Russia from anyone within the Trump campaign or anyone associated with the Trump organization. He believed in that because it's the truth. But while doing that, he covered up for crimes. You cannot give, uh, give a little and take. Because if you, just like President Trump said on his video that he tweeted, pay attention. We need to look at the other side. Why this all started? This Trump collusion thing, the collusion thing. If indeed the Russians hacked the DNC, and that the Russians were uh, putting out bots, Russian bots, what what DARPA likes to call sock puppets, to manipulate social discourse and alter, you know, how people feel about um, uh, a candidate. You know, for, for William Barr to say that they did all that but Trump didn't know about it is no good because they did all that for Hillary. He validated a false indictment. He validated a false narrative. And if I was Hillary Clinton, I would be smiling from ear to ear. If I was Obama, I would be smiling from ear to ear. You guys don't get it. So no one within the Trump campaign colluded with the Russians and publishing things from WikiLeaks is no big deal. Uh, You know, you're not in trouble for looking at WikiLeaks emails. Well, I can tell you what, all of us know this. When was Hillary Clinton's server, or let's put it this way, when was the DNC exchange server imaged? Because there was an image done. And it's not just emails, it's files. When was that imaged, guys? March. According to the indictment, the Russians hacked it in April. Well, that's impossible. Because the emails that were being sent to WikiLeaks, probably concurrent at the time of the hack of the imaging of the DNC server were already buried on the internet and a lot of us, including myself, had seen them. So it's false, 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 false. Mueller indicted Russians that never hacked, you know, maybe they intercepted the files that were sitting on the internet. They could have intercepted them, right? They could have. And they could have, he could have said, well, they intercepted this, but they didn't hack. Because remember, Perkins Coy paid CrowdStrike in April to mitigate and to create the narrative of Guccifer and to create the narrative that Russia hacked and to provide the report. And again, how is this okay? CrowdStrike did not. Have a contract, a federal contract with the FBI. The FBI never received the DNC servers to do a forensic check. Yet there we have William Barr, a well seasoned attorney general, a well seasoned swamp monster, putting his whole career on the line to validate something that cannot be validated by our own laws. This is unacceptable. This is where it needs to come down to. And the fact that the president said that he has the right to fight back and that the other side needs to be looked at, you better believe that Barr is on that other side. And so I will start playing his presser from the beginning, pausing to just point out the signaling. There are points in this That a lot of people miss, yeah, we already knew, no collusion, no collusion, no collusion, we knew that. We knew it was just a story, because in fact, let's be honest, if I was Hillary Clinton and I wasn't dirty, and Russians indeed hack me, And Russians indeed are releasing it. I'd say, dude, uh, you know, is it a coincidence? Come on, Trump. Did you work with them? Because how did the Russians, why are the Russians attacking me? I gave them uranium. They paid me over $145 million. Why would they hack me? Right? Uh, That would be a logical response, right? Let's be honest. If indeed the Russians hacked it and you were Hillary Clinton, you would say the same thing. Obama would say the same thing if they were honest. Okay, if they were honest, you can make a safe assumption and a safe allegation. It's kind of like, you know, hey, I had a package on my doorstep and you walked your door in front of my house and then the package is gone. That's a safe allegation. Right. So it would have been a safe allegation for Clinton. But even the sock puppets, Politico even said that they were anti-Russian, Russian-Ukrainians that were pushing for social manipulation on social media and discourse on behalf of Hillary Clinton. We had this whole chalupa things. So how is it that the Russians started to put bots to prop up President Trump? That's BS. And yet Barr validated that too. And And his speech is like 10 minutes long, right? So we can just go through this now and analyze it further. Take a listen.
2: Good morning everybody and thanks for being here. This out for all of the days, As you know on March 20, um, to- Special Counsel Robert Mueller concluded his investigation into matters related to Russian attempts to interfere in 16 presidential election and he submitted his confidential report to me pursuant to department regulations. As I said during my Senate confirmation hearing and since, I'm committed to ensuring the greatest degree possible of transparency concerning the special counsel's investigation consistent with the law.
0: First corrupt statement, I am going to provide as much transparency that is Possible, according to the rule of law. Now, for those of you that missed it, I urge you to go back. Uh, you know, uh, there's a great channel called Right Side Broadcasting Network. It starts at about 16 minutes where the presser is. And I want you to look at his body language and how he's frowning when he's saying it. And pay attention to how Rod Rosenstein looks like he's he's like that Sophia bot, you know, Art- <laughs> that AI bot. He's just not blinking, not moving, not sweating. So he's He's got tons of powder on. I just want to note that, that he said, oh, I'll give as much transparency as possible.
2: At 11 this morning, I'm going to transmit copies of the public version of the special counsel's report to the chairman and ranking members of the Senate and House Judiciary Committees. The Department of Justice will also make the report available to the American people By posting it on the department's website after uh, it has been delivered to Congress. I'd like to make a few comments today on the report. Before I do that, I want to thank uh, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein for joining me here today and for his assistance and counsel throughout this process. Rod, as you know, has served at the department for nearly 30 years with dedication and distinction, and it's been a great privilege and pleasure for me to work with him since my confirmation. Uh, he had well deserved plans to step back from public service that were interrupted by my asking him uh, to help in my transition. Rod has been an invaluable partner, and I am grateful that he is willing to help me and has been able to see the special counsel's investigation through to its conclusion. Thanks, Rod. I'd also like to thank Special Counsel Robert Mueller for his service and the thoroughness of his investigation, particularly his work exposing the nature of Russia's attempts to interfere in our electoral process.
0: All right, let's stop it there. So he starts by thanking Rod Rosenstein for not leaving the minute he was appointed because William Barr asked him to stay. Such a good boy. So he can see it from start to finish. You need to tell me who you spoke to. I need to know everything. You need to guide me. I need to make sure that what I put down here is what happened. You need. I need all your notes. I need your input. And tell me how the president responds. You've been around him for a while now. So I want to know who is on our side and who is working against us. So this is very important. He also thanked Robert Mueller for investigating to see the extent of Russia interference in our election. The only Russian interference and collusion was done by the Clinton campaign, but we're not hearing that. Let's listen after he applauds them how he begins
2: as you know one of the primary purposes of the special counsel's investigation was to determine whether president trump's campaign or any individual associated with it conspired or coordinated with the russian government to interfere in the 2016 election
0: so the scope the primary scope like he said was to see Did anyone within the Trump campaign or anyone related to the Trump campaign or anyone that was campaigning with Trump collude with the Russians? That's something that Assange answered for us in 2017, just a couple months after Mueller was appointed. Actually, he answered that question way earlier than that when he kind of told us who his source was. But, you know, we needed to spend over $30 million in two years of pushing this Russia collusion theory. And Barr applauds him for this.
2: Volume one of the special counsel's report.
0: Volume one. How many volumes are there?
2: Describes the results of that investigation. As you will see, the special counsel's report states that his Quote, investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in its election interference activities. I am sure that all Americans share my concern about the efforts of the Russian government to interfere in our presidential election.
0: He shares concern about Russian interference in our election. Did he share concern about Russian interference with our uranium? Did he share concern about the bots that were put in place to cause social discord on behalf to, – to drive social discord, right – on behalf of Hillary Clinton? I don't hear him saying that.
2: As yes, the special counsel report makes clear – the Russian government sought to interfere in our election process. But thanks to the special counsel's thorough investigation, we now know that the Russian operatives who perpetrated these schemes did not have the cooperation of President Trump or the Trump campaign, or the knowing assistance of any other American for that matter.
0: Did you hear that? That was the clue. That it wasn't anyone in the Trump campaign or any other american right so they found no americans colluding with russia and they didn't find you know that were simple americans right and that would include who everybody and their mother that none of them were colluding with russia none of them let's take a listen
2: that is something that all americans can and should be grateful to have confirmed The special counsel report outlines two main efforts by the Russian government to influence the 2016 election. First, the report details efforts by the Internet Research Agency, a Russian company with close ties to the Russian government, to sow social discord among American voters through disinformation and social media operations.
0: Wait, wasn't that the Russians that defected and became Ukrainian that Chalupa was talking about, who was part of the DNC, where they actually intercepted, created bots so they can start talking smack about President Trump? I mean, Politico was all over this in 2017. And in my article that will be published, hopefully during my show or immediately after, because it's pretty much completed... You will see all those articles. So which one is he referring to? There were other Russian bots we didn't know. You mean like the 200 people that supposedly are not American and are Russian bots talking about voter fraud. Is that what he's referring to? Look how swampy he is one by one. When people listen to him speak, they need to pay attention to why he's making certain statements. No other Americans. That includes who? The Obama administration.
2: Following a thorough investigation of this disinformation campaign the special counsel brought charges in federal court against several russian nationals and entities for their respective roles in this scheme those charges remain pending and the individual defendants remain at large
0: can we remember the indictments yes yes so this indictment was charged not only did they penetrate you know, our area, and he filed this indictment, but he sent this indictment to division of the government that has no legal authority to enforce. So even if they find them, since they're all at large, right, even if they find them, they have no legal right to follow through and arrest them. So this is how you put things in places to die this is one of those examples this indictment was filed with the with the specific division of counterintelligence that has no legal right to demand remedy or to you know demand extradition or to prosecute period it's just sent there to die
2: But the special counsel found no evidence that any American, including anyone associated with the Trump campaign, conspired or coordinated with the Russian government or the IRA in this illegal scheme.
0: Again, he states it. No American, not even within the Trump campaign, colluded with them. Pretty interesting. Why does he keep saying that? No other American. If I was Hillary, if I was Obama, I'd be sipping wine too. I would be excited that he's exonerating every single American. All 300 million of them that are in this country, which by the way, according to statistics, at least 100,000 of them are double agents. So yeah, they went through all of it. They checked all Americans and they're all exonerated.
2: Indeed, as the report states, quote, the investigation did not identify evidence that any U.S. person knowingly or intentionally coordinated with the IRA's interference operation, unquote. Put another way, the special counsel found no collusion by any Americans in IRA's illegal activities.
0: Okay, and because we're coming up to a break, let's just analyze it. So far, within the first four minutes of his presser, He has said that there has been no collusion, no cooperation, knowingly or intentionally with any Russian persons for any American, no American, none whatsoever. That would include General Flynn. That would include President Trump in his campaign. That would include you and I. And that would also include the one at least 100,000 double agents that are currently living in the United States under the guise of being U.S. citizens. So this is how Thor he's repeated it. Again and again and again claiming that there are no further indictments. Don't worry about it. We're not coming after you. We know what you did, but I'm in charge now. So everyone is safe. All 383 million people that are living in the United States right now have been exonerated. And that would include President Trump. Are you guys understanding what he's saying? This is the most bogus presser. The most corrupt speech I've ever heard. Why do you keep repeating the same thing? Reassurance. Reassurance to all those actors acting under the guise of what was it called? Opposition research. FBI. Oh, so they didn't collude either. So Bruce Orr didn't either. Neither did Nellie Orr, right? Nellie Orr, who hired that Russian national that worked at our U.S. embassy in Russia. She's exonerated too. Even though she paid this Russian national, right? She paid this Russian national that was working at the United States Embassy in 2016 to gather and collate such evidence, she's exonerated too. I guess the, you know, Nellie Orr didn't do anything. Bruce Orr didn't do, none of them did anything. Christopher Steele didn't do anything. We paying Christopher Steele, there was no collusion there. We didn't go to the Russian asking for PP tapes. We didn't, uh, you know, gather Russian intelligence information or manufacture it. We're exonerated. Listen to what Barr is saying. That's what we need to be doing more is paying attention. I see everyone being, no collusion, no collusion. Who cares? Listen to what he's saying. This is the deep state in operation. No one better than I to tell you how to decrypt their words. Think about it. Why would he state it so many times within the first four minutes? We'll pick this up after the break.
5: Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help.
1: one eight hundred seven zero seven one two one nine. Hey,
6: this is Leonora Cravota from Red State Talk Radio for My Pillow. I used to have trouble sleeping. My Pillow changed all that. I now fall asleep within moments of my head touching my pillow. That's how comfortable my pillow is with its patented interlocking fill. My Pillow stays cool and does not go flat
0: Welcome back to the Tory Sess show and we will continue now to break down the next few minutes of William Barr's press conference and then the questions that the press tell you will shed some light on the new narrative that's going to be pushed. But let's remember, President Trump had his eyes on this press release and on the Mueller report prior uh, to this press conference. And he tweeted early this morning, the greatest political hoax of all time. Crimes were committed by crooked, dirty cops in the DNC slash the Democrats. Yet, Attorney General Barr has exonerated every single one of them in the first four minutes by saying, there are no Americans that were found to be colluding with the Russians because, you know, the Russians did it, of course. Now, let's continue this. Take a listen.
2: Second, the report details efforts by the Russian military officials associated with the GRU, the Russian Military Intelligence Organization, to hack into computers and steal documents and emails from individuals associated with the Democratic Party and Hillary Clinton's campaign for the purpose of eventually publicizing these documents.
0: Did you hear that? Second, now he's referring to the DNC imaging of their server that Seth Rich did, that Seth Rich did, blaming it on the Russians. This is him validating the false indictment filed in July of 2018 by Robert Mueller, claiming that Russians... Took Hillary Clinton's emails. And since no Americans were found, you know, colluding with Russians, maybe AG Barr, maybe Robert Mueller can answer the question as to how American citizens and people all over the world that had access, which I can say I never downloaded any of that information, I only looked, had the availability of seeing these emails in March. How is that possible, Mr. Barr? How is it possible that the indictment says that they hacked, supposedly, Hillary Clinton's DNC server in April, according to CrowdStrike, right? Because you're referencing CrowdStrike, you know, the company that was paid by Perkins Coy, you know, the law firm that was at the time representing the DNC. Hillary Clinton, Obama, Backpage.com, and Nevixum clients. So you're saying the company that was paid by a law firm that represents all those people gave you evidence, manufactured evidence, that it was hacked in April, even though there's thousands of people around the world that had access to that information in March. That sounds corrupt, if anything. Anyone there to see that? This is how corruption works. This is how they work. (laughs) It's ridiculous. So listen to what he has to say about this matter of Clinton emails, Podesta emails, the DNC hack.
2: Obtaining such unauthorized, Following a thorough investigation of these hacking operations, the Special Counsel brought charge to several Russian military officers for their respective roles in these illegal hacking operations. Those charges are still pending, and the defendants remain at large. But again, the Special Counsel's report did not find any evidence that members of the Trump campaign or anyone associated with the campaign Conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in these hacking operations.
0: Okay, so let's take a look at what he just said. So far, up until now, he has been saying no American citizen, no member of the Trump campaigner associated. Now he shifted gears. I mean, you can't lie too much, right, Barr? He claims that it was hacked by Russians. He validates and reinforces the validity of that fake indictment on these Russian nationals by Mueller for hacking Hillary Clinton's server. But what does he say? He says, nevertheless, no one associated with the Trump campaign or organization has been found to have participated in this hack. But he doesn't say that no American hasn't been found. Are you paying attention here?
2: In other words, there was no evidence of the Trump campaign collusion with the Russian government's hacking. The special counsel's investigation also examined Russian efforts to publish stolen emails and documents on the Internet.
0: Okay, so you saw that, right? This is the first time he doesn't say no American citizen. Okay? First time. And now he's talking about the publication of the emails. He's talking about how they examined to see if the publication of what they hacked was released. Now keep in mind, and I'm going to tell you this, like many people have said before, we already have everything. And in March, when that dump of the server was there because it wasn't like, oh, let me just put this USB key and copy all of Podesta's emails. No, guys. It was the whole server. It was the whole DNC server on one FUB. One FUB. Where there were documents, emails, documents, emails, documents, emails, and Julian Assange says it himself. He doesn't publish everything he has and he doesn't sit on anything. He verifies everything and he will never publish something that will cause harm to an individual or cause harm to an asset. So remember, this hack wasn't like, oh, let me take Hillary's emails. It was a server hack. Okay? So there's more. I could tell you that for a fact there's more. Obviously, where they used to live in cyberspace in March of 2016, it doesn't live anymore. I wouldn't be able to find it anyway because it was a temporary... Um, link you know how they give you like temporary links to download or whatever i didn't download anything but i saw a lot of things and a lot of us did because it was put on a specific board where people who look into corrupt antics follow fact thousands of people regardless we all know this and he even makes notion of it but blames the russian listen
2: the special counsel found that after the GRU disseminated some of the stolen documents to entities that it controlled, DC Leaks and Guccifer 2.
0: Okay, so the Russian entity disseminated some of the documents, hinting that it wasn't just emails, talked about Guccifer 2, which was the brainchild of CrowdStrike, didn't even exist, and DC Leaks didn't. This is hilarious. For those of us that have followed this from day one, understand just how telling this press conference is.
2: The GRU transferred some of the stolen materials to WikiLeaks for publication.
0: Okay, so let's pause it right there and take a listen to what Julian Assange said on that. Okay, this is where Julian Assange tells you who... Donald Trump has had a disastrous few... Wait, not that one. Where is it? Here we go. Where he tells you that the Russians never gave it to him. And welcome back
3: to Hannity. So during my exclusive sit-down interview with Julian Assange at the Ecuadorian Embassy in London, I asked him specifically about the FBI and DHS report on 2016 and the election hacking. Let's take a look. The FBI Department of Homeland Security, this goes to the 29th of December this past year, released a joint Report detailing how federal investigators
0: wait. Just a hiatus here. This was published January third, twenty seventeen. This is before Mueller was installed.
3: Agents and investigators linked the Russian government to the hacks of the Democratic Party organization, and they gave a thirteen-page memo. I'm sure you've read it.
7: I have read it. Indeed. At this point,
3: okay. It's supposedly, they give technical details regarding tools and some of the infrastructure. Uh, of the Russian civilian and military intelligence, but they don't give any proof positive.
7: That They give a the five-page five description of some of the tools that they allege uh, that the Russian state uh, uses. Uh, the rest is just fairly boring security recommendations. On the top, there is a disclaimer saying nothing... I was, was going to ask that you about that. Guarantee ...that any of this information is accurate. Right. Uh, it's a so, guess. So if you, it, it's just you look in the. Com- I used to be a computer security expert. That was my, my job. Uh, uh, this is a bad report, and you look in the in the rest of the computer security community, you'll see dozens of other uh, computer security experts in the United States. Absolutely not. Affiliated Isn't it contradicted with though by, the, by our own director
3: of intelligence?
0: So what they're saying here is that the report where they analyze how Russians supposedly hacked Hillary Clinton's server at the top, it says, well, none of this is really, like, verifiable. But what they did was they regurgitated methods they already knew the Russian hackers use, like, in general. I mean, you know, you need not look further than the FBI literally sourcing out our FBI face services with a company in France that outsourced our FBI face services to a Russian company linked to Putin. I wrote an article about that. I'll find it on big league and I will retweet uh, that so that we can, you know, kind of remind ourselves what rubbish this is because this is all rubbish. Everything in that report and Assange is putting it out is pretty much just speculative and rubbish. They're just regurgitating. Well, these are the methods they do it. And this is why CrowdStrike when they created their report they used the knowledge that the director of the intelligence agency already had like they knew oh this is their mo this is their fingerprint this is it but vault seven already showed us that because we know how the code is we can make it look like it's russian even though it's not you should revisit that because we have the technology to make it look like it came from wherever we want and you only have little little indicators that can show you that it was manufactured and so this is where we're getting at that their report says that the russians did it but they didn't really because these are just their known methods so they didn't say oh yeah they did it they're saying we think they did it there's a disclaimer at the top saying well you know it's not really true but this is how they usually do stuff
7: national intelligence james clapper that's james clapper there's, there's nothing in that report that says that any information was given to us nothing Uh, What they have uh, is what they call uh, indicators. Uh, So a a way to recognize if these tools, uh, these alleged Russian tools, have been used on your system. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in response to that, um, uh, some engineer at one of the US electricity companies uh, found this signature uh, on one of their laptops. Okay. So then this was analyzed uh, by a wide range of US uh, computer security experts. I've read those reports in detail. Uh, And it's discovered this is a commercially available tool uh, produced by Ukraine. So it's...
0: Wait, what? So you're saying that the fingerprint they found on the hacking was actually publicly open source available tool for hacking that was what oh shoot I didn't hear Russia I heard the Ukraine you know the Ukraine where we've already found evidence that the DNC was working with to sway our elections Uh-huh.
7: I see straight straight out of the bat we we either have a deliberate attempt to mislead uh, or thoroughly incompetent work straight out of the bat so that story Mislead about, is my um, bet. Uh, the laptop at the uh, uh, power uh, generation center. That was picked up by the Washington Post and the administration, pushed everywhere. that Here's the Russians infiltrating the electricity grid, and it was completely bogus. That was bogus. But there's
3: another side of this which is, I think, pretty fascinating. That is that Hillary Rodham Clinton had a private server at a mom-and-pop shop In a bathroom closet, that I would argue, and other lawyers would make arguments that it was illegal for her to have. From what we understand, the Podesta emails were hacked through a phishing scheme where it said, click on this, give us your
7: information, and he did so. So we made it. Well, there's a number of hacks to the DNC uh, and Podesta based on the publicly available information. This is not something coming uh, from our sources. Uh, We published as part of our policy of full disclosure, not interfering with the material. We published uh, several Podesta emails, which shows uh, Podesta uh, responding to a phishing email. Now, how did they respond? Uh, Podesta gave out uh, that his password was the word password. Hmm. Uh, His uh, own staff said, this email that you've received, uh, this is totally legitimate. So, so, this is something a fourteen-year-old kid, a fourteen-year-old kid, uh, could have hacked. He's uh, that. Podesta that way. In relation to computer security and uh, Hillary Clinton's uh, security, those Secretary of State emails, uh, if, if you read closely FBI reports and the emails that we released related to Hillary Clinton, you'll see. Uh, uh, from Aberdeen uh, had access to them, a variety of technicians at this uh, very small IT company.
0: Specifically, the Owan brothers.
7: Had access to them, they were shipped through the post uh, in a laptop. Uh, she had uh, uh, over a dozen different devices keyed in uh, to have access to them, her iPad, etc. She made almost no attempt uh, to keep them secure right. from states. Now. Uh, was she trying to keep them secure from the Republicans? Well, probably, but in, in terms of uh, well, foreign far. states, almost no attempt. The reason we have these laws, though, are for transparency,
3: and she wanted to avoid congressional oversight.
7: Absolutely. absolutely. That's absolutely my interpretation as well. Now, WikiLeaks uh, has been a very strong proponent of the Freedom of Information Act. This is probably actually, if you think about it, probably against our interests as (laughs) as a publisher. Uh, But we believe that people have the right to know true information about what the government is doing. Uh, Now, the Freedom of Information Act has been subverted. Uh, We published uh, Sarah Palin's emails. Why? Because she had, when she was governor of Alaska, she maintained uh, an account uh, that was being used, intentionally or not, uh, to evade the Alaskan Freedom Information Act. Uh, so we published them back in 2008.
0: Wait a minute. So wait. So they not they didn't just publish Hillary Clinton's emails and Podesta's, but also those of uh, Republicans. Mm-hmm. I see. But in actual fact. Russia was the one that gave him the emails and here is where he comes down to it and tells you who gave him the emails. This is a two-minute clip. This is one of the most important clips you ever need to hear if you want to really know who gave him the emails.
4: Well, Trump has had a disastrous few weeks. If you look at the polls, he needs a miracle. Um, in the American political lexicon there's such a thing as the October surprise. The stuff that you're sitting on, uh, is, is an October surprise in there? We Do you even know material. what you're sitting on? WikiLeaks
7: never sits on material. Uh, our whistleblowers go to significant efforts to get us material and often very significant risks. As a 27-year-old who uh, works for the DNC, who was shot in the back, murdered uh, just two weeks ago, uh, for un- unknown reasons, as he was walking down the street in Washington.
4: So, that was that was just a robbery, I believe, wasn't it?
7: No, there's no finding. So, uh, what are you suggesting? Sort
4: of, what are you suggesting?
7: I'm suggesting that our sources uh, take risks, and they are, they become concerned uh, to see things occurring uh,
4: like that. But was he one uh, of your sources then? I mean. We don't comment on who our sources but are. Why but make-
0: if you watch the video, Julian Assange is slightly nodding when he asks The
4: suggestion about a young guy being shot we- in the streets of Washington.
7: Because uh, we have to understand uh, how high the stakes are uh, in the United States. And that our sources are, you know, our sources face serious risks, uh, that's why they come to us, so we can protect uh, their anonymity. Uh, But
4: it's quite something to suggest a murder. That's basically what you're doing.
7: Well, others have have suggested that. Uh, We are investigating to understand uh, what happened uh, in that situation with Seth Rich. I think it is uh, a concerning situation. Uh, There's not a conclusion yet. We wouldn't be willing to uh, state a conclusion, but we are concerned about it. And more importantly... um, a variety of Wikileaks sources are concerned when that kind of thing happens.
0: Concerned. So why would Julian Assange constantly say, Russia never gave me the emails, never, ever, ever. But if you watch that interview, he slightly nods without saying, and what he said is, we will never state a conclusion. This is why we're looking into it. Why? He can't say... Seth Rich was murdered because he gave us the imaged server of the DNC. He can't say that because he he is unable to prove it. Remember, Julian Assange never publishes or makes any statements that he can't back up. The only thing that he can back up and that he has provided evidence on is that Russians or any Russian state actors provided evidence the emails, the DNC emails, yet uh, Attorney General Barr is pretty sure they did.
2: WikiLeaks then made a series of document dumps. The special counsel also investigated whether any member or affiliate of the Trump campaign encouraged or otherwise played a role in these dissemination efforts. Under applicable law, publication of these types of material would not be criminal
0: okay so Mueller then investigated hey someone in the Trump campaign encouraged was like yeah please drop them or helped publish or help spread these emails but under law this is not a crime
2: unless the publisher also participated in the underlying hacking
0: okay so this is where I wanted to get to that the the fact that you have seen the emails, the fact that you have spread the emails, like shared them, the fact that you may have, like Roger Stone said, wow, can't wait for this dump, right? Or like many of us did, come on, bring it on, the October surprise, we want it is not a crime. The only crime is, is that if you publish it, like for example, if I had, you know, a WikiLeaks email, if I had one of these stolen emails, right, if I had a document from the image server, and I shared it on Twitter, or my Facebook, I'm not in trouble. But if I helped hack it, or if I was there with Seth Rich, when he imaged it, then then I'm in trouble. But The reason I'm saying this is that this is the most telling part. Remember what I said. Assange wants to come to the United States because he will be afforded the right of, uh, you know, clemency for providing this information. But this statement by William Barr is possibly why he doesn't. Because this statement tells you that he may indeed, once... Assange is here in the United States. Attempt to indict him for maybe hacking the DNC for those emails. Are you getting it? Because this is the indictment they have out on Assange right now, right guys? This is the indictment they have out for him with the Manning situation. Where if you actually take a look at the texts which I've published in my article and you can see them all there is nothing discussing hacking any government system yet based on those texts they're indicting him for hacking or trying to hack a government system that's basically the counts that he attempted to hack or he had the and the second one was the intention to hack So his statement here says, if Assange comes, I'm going to go after him and investigate to see if he tried to hack Hillary Clinton's server, which is not. It's actually the DNC server. And remember, he's making all of these conclusions that the Russians, he's validating these conclusions that the Russians hacked the DNC server based on what? On CrowdStrike's findings of using open source Russian code that anybody and their mother can use to make it look like they're Russian. And remember, CrowdStrike was not a validated vendor to be able to what forensically examine anything for the FBI, yet no one cares because Perkins Coy, the law firm that represented at the time Neve- uh, Nexium, Backpage.com, Obama, Hillary, and the DNC paid them in April to determine that Gustafor Russian agents hacked. <laughs> most corrupt statement ever by an attorney general. I'll see you all right after this short break. Filtered News. Real News. back, everyone, to the Tory Says Show. I'm your host, Tori. And uh, this is the second hour, and I just want to do a small recap. But remind everyone that you can follow me on Twitter and gab at Tori underscore says or join the Red State Talk Radio group page on Facebook for uh, sharing discussions, articles, etc. So let's just recap. So far, through his presser, what we realized He made two very huge statements and points. Well, actually three. So the first one was that he said multiple times that no American citizen throughout the world, I guess, because it's no American citizen including anyone that was part of the Trump campaign, worked with the Trump campaign, affiliated with the Trump campaign or anything, colluded with the Russian government to influence the elections. That's done. Right. No American on the planet. No U.S. citizen, nobody working with Trump, period. So that would include General Flynn, who's awaiting sentencing. That would include Roger Stone. That would also include uh, George Papadopoulos. But, you know, they flipped it on him, saying he should have registered as an agent for what he did in Israel, even though they set that up for him to go to Israel. Long talk. Another day for that topic. So that part of the collusion with Russia is done. So then the second part is somebody hacked the DNC server, His statement was, no one associated with the Trump campaign hacked it. What happened to all the Americans on the planet? That's because what? It's not true. That's because it was an actual American citizen that imaged the server, but according to these manufactured documents according to the forensic investigation done by CrowdStrike which by the way let's pretend I was on trial because CrowdStrike said that I you know imaged the server well when I'd go to court their evidence is inadmissible because the FBI did not forensically examine the DNC server are you understanding that this is why the indictment is complete BS. First of all, this is another indictment against Russians that supposedly hacked the DNC server in April, even though we all know that those emails, that server in itself was in a dark corner of the internet from March when it was <laughs> when it was taken. So now we have a company who is not credible because it was not a registered vendor with the fbi that provided the evidence to say it was russians the same evidence and open source code that your child can use to make it look like they're russian right they want to they've indicted these people and if they came to court it would be thrown out because they don't have evidence are you getting this? It's like saying, oh, yeah. um, So Joe here gathered evidence, DNA evidence, and they gave us the report. And they're going to be like, all right, well, Joe's not an approved government vendor. So did you guys get a piece of that DNA sample and check it yourself? No, we didn't. Well, then why don't you get it? Yeah, they won't give it to us. Uh, so then you can't charge Tory for anything. Are you getting it? This is how corrupt they are. Fake indictments, fake indictments, fake narratives, fake, 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 fake. I'm tired of it. And so is Trump. And this is why our president said, I'm going to get mine. And he's totally getting his. I give Barr up until Labor Day weekend. He's out that is the most this was the most corrupt presser I've seen aside from I did not have any sexual relations with that woman when we all know he raped her she complained about it and then they twisted it on him to impeach him because just cuz and she can't talk about rape she just has to say yeah it was it was something I wanted to do but I kept the dress for evidence just to remind me Jesus anyway so going forward those two statements were made No American citizen on the planet or anyone related with the Trump campaign or Trump organization, so that includes all of them, colluded with the Russians to manipulate our elections. The second part is the DNC server indicates that no one in the Trump campaign or related to the Trump campaign organization helped hack the server, but didn't say not any American. So, you know, you can't be super 100% fake. You got to leave some open room for some truth, right? And so here we go where he's discussing WikiLeaks and then he drops this other bomb. Unless we can prove that the publisher was attempting to hack or participate in it, then it's not illegal. So this is inferring, let's get Assange here. Don't worry, Hillary, I got this. We are going to make it so that it seems like he attempted to hack. We will indict him with this. This is probably why. Assange doesn't want to come here because Barr is attorney general and I said this in November too. How can we trust this man? I said it in December. I said it in January. I said it in February. We cannot trust him. Can you see why we cannot trust him now? Can you see it? Please tell me you see it. I know President Trump doesn't trust him. He doesn't trust him at all. Because why would anyone come out of retirement, posture themselves so they can come up and become attorney general? Come out of retirement just to become attorney general? And remember who was the one cheering to have William Barr in? None other than one corrupt clown that's currently being purported as a patriot which is so not true so you know who i'm talking about right graham lindsey graham one of the most corrupt people ever was so excited that he would be he's a nominee listen to him say it himself
3: I would encourage the president to pick somebody fairly soon so we can uh, have a permanent attorney general going into the first part of next year.
2: Does that mean not Mr. Whitaker when you say you'd like him to nominate someone very soon?
3: No, I, I mean, that's up to the president. Uh, you asked me about Mr. Whitaker. I have nothing yeah. against him. I don't know if he's the best choice. You hear about uh, Mr. Barr, former attorney general. That's, that's a good choice. There are a lot of good names out there. I would just encourage the president to start 2019 as soon as we can with a new attorney general that he has confidence in and we can get confirmed.
2: The fact that you name drop the former attorney general, Mr. Barr, does that mean mm-hmm. that's your preference? That's your first choice?
3: No, no, it means I read the paper and his name's in it a lot. So, uh, so uh, it won't be me. Let's with it. It's not going to be me. He's got I, a lot of good choices. I'm not one of them. I, I, ta- <clears throat> I take your point on that one.
0: Did you guys see that? This is how the swamp works. This is how they work. That was him on December 6th, twenty. 20- 18 on NBC and how he dodged that oh no I just read the paper really Barr's name wasn't all over the paper then Graham but anyway and here's where Graham pops up again but let's just play the rest of this uh, little short stint of a corrupt deep state now can you see how old Guardias is listen
2: conspiracy Here, too, the special counsel's report did not find that any person associated with the Trump campaign illegally participated in the dissemination of the materials.
0: Again, uh, within only the Trump campaign did not illegally disseminate. Illegally disseminating means that you hacked it and then shared it.
2: Finally, the special counsel investigated a number of links or contacts between the Trump campaign officials and individuals connected with the Russian government during the 2016 presidential campaign. After reviewing these contacts, the special counsel did not find any conspiracy to violate U.S. law involving Russian-linked persons and any persons associated with the Trump campaign. So that's the bottom line. After nearly two years of investigation...
0: Wait a minute. So General Flynn... Roger Stone, Carter Page, Papadopoulos. What? No links? Uh-huh.
2: Investigation, thousands of subpoenas, hundreds of warrants and witness interviews. The special counsel confirmed that the Russian government sponsored efforts to illegally interfere with the 2016 presidential election, but did not find that the Trump campaign or other Americans colluded in those efforts.
0: So they've definitively said that, and he verifies this, and he validates this notion that Russia participated in swaying the elections. Pretty interesting. You know how embarrassing it is that Russia's President Putin feels pity for our president that this is going on? How embarrassing to put egg like that on our president's face where he is supposed to be the leader of the free world, right? Supposedly, because it's not the world, he's America first. He is the leader of a great American nation, the United States of America, that was founded on principles and freedoms, that is the envy of the rest of the world, is being attacked by his own people, and they're painting the Russians as the enemy. I mean... If indeed Russia was that spiteful to us, and Russia is not our enemy, but China is, uh, yeah, it's it's horrible. I would hate for have to have someone else pity me.
2: After finding no underlying collusion with Russia, the special counsel's report goes on to consider whether certain actions of the president could amount to obstruction of the special counsel's investigation.
0: Obstruction. So, what would be obstruction? Deleting emails using hammers on Blackberries. But in this case, it would be oh my gosh, stop the special counsel. Jesus, there's nothing there. That could be considered obstruction. Obstruction would also be considered if uh, Congressman Robacker actually gave the hard drive with the evidence that the Russians didn't provide the DNC server to WikiLeaks, right? That would be obstruction. So the president didn't do that either. So he just sat there with his hands in his lap saying, geez, all right, I got to be patient. These people are just going to expose themselves. I have people I trust everywhere. Trust me, President Trump has people in every single state gutting cities, states, and to a federal level, exposing everything. But let's take a listen to what the conclusion was.
2: As I addressed in my March 24th letter, the special counsel did not make a traditional prosecutorial judgment regarding this allegation. Instead, the report recounts 10 episodes involving the president and discusses potential legal theories for connecting those activities to the elements of an obstruction offense. After-
0: did you hear that? Here's what the media is going to jump on. 10 instances where President Trump was like, But WikiLeaks said that Russia didn't give the emails. Whoop, that's obstruction. Dana tried to meet with the president to give him evidence that the Russians didn't give him the emails. Whoop, that's obstruction. But Comey is a liar. They've been, you know, lying. They are putting out warrants against me. Whoop, that's obstruction. Hey, is there another FISA warrant renewal That's obstruction. This is where they're going to go and say, well, he tried to stop the investigation, but not really. He was just complaining about it. But because he was complaining about it, that could be obstruction. Are you kidding? This is what they have? He gave them news cycles so now they're going to say how he was trying to obstruct him finding that he had no collusion so we've already determined that there was no russia collusion but now we're going to go after him because he was upset because there was no russia collusion that they were investigating for russia collusion are you listening to that this is how it is in plain english translated
2: after carefully reviewing the facts and legal theories outlined in the report and in consultation with the Office of Legal Counsel and other department lawyers, the Deputy Attorney General and I concluded that the evidence developed by the Special Counsel is not sufficient to establish that the President committed an obstruction of justice offense. Although the Deputy Attorney General and I disagreed with some of the Special Counsel's legal theories and felt that some of the episodes examined did not amount to obstruction as a matter of law, We did not rely solely on that in making our decision. Instead, we accepted the special counsel's legal framework for purposes of our analysis and evaluated the evidence as presented by the special counsel in reaching our conclusions. In assessing the president's actions discussed in the report, it is important to bear in mind the context. President Trump faced an unprecedented situation. As he entered into office and sought to perform his responsibilities as president, federal agents and prosecutors were scrutinizing his conduct before and after taking office and the conduct of some of his associates. At the same time, there was relentless speculation in the news media about the president's personal culpability. Yet, as he said from the beginning, there was in fact no collusion. And as the special counsel's report acknowledges, There is substantial evidence to show that the President was frustrated and angered by his sincere belief that the investigation was undermining his presidency, propelled by his political opponents, and fueled by illegal leaks. Nonetheless, the White House fully cooperated with the Special Counsel's investigation, providing unfettered access to campaign and White House documents, Directing senior aides to testify freely and asserting no privilege claims And at the same time the president took no act that in fact deprived the special counsel of the documents and witnesses Necessary to complete his investigation Apart from whether the acts were obstructive this evidence of Non-corrupt motives weighs heavily against any allegation intent to obstruct the investigation Now, before I take questions, I want to address a few aspects.
0: I just want to make a statement here. So Attorney General Barr said he was frustrated, um, you know, when the, uh, you know, in 10 different instances. I'll tell you one of them, and there's a cuss word. So if you don't like hearing cuss words, this is actually documented, whatever. I just wanted to make a point, and I talked about this before, and this is why Sessions was a problem, Um, you know, When Sessions actually went to the president and told him, hey, Mueller has been appointed as a special counsel, he was like, you know, oh my God, how is that even able to happen? Like, this is horrible. This is the end of my presidency. Pretty much I'm fucked because when a special counsel is put in place, it's put there to give you a thorough colonoscopy and spin it the way they want. I would say that I've said that when someone is sitting there and putting a thorough scope on. I'm just like, I'm I'm fucked. And I agree with the president on that completely. I would have said the same thing. Everybody and their mother would have said the same thing. I think Hillary Clinton said the same thing. If he becomes president, we all hang. So maybe that should be considered obstruction of justice. Right. This is how far they're going and William Barr was careful to give them enough stuff so they can start. So you're going to see that circulate, how he thought, oh, yeah, that meant he was guilty. No, that meant he was like, geez, I know how they operate. This is a huge problem. Look what happened to other people before me. This is a problem, and it is a problem. How do you put in place a special counsel when there is no verifiable or legally sound evidence that russians hacked the dnc server when in fact there's evidence that an american citizen did it and that american citizen paid for it with his life this is a problem this is why Barr needs to go yes he was like well you know i have to put what's on the report president so i'll just tell them you know he was frustrated and he was of course he was frustrated but you gave them the nod they wanted. You also said, I have no objection of Mueller testifying. I want to see Mueller locked up. Because if he didn't even attempt, you know what? He, he didn't attempt to communicate with Julian Assange. Because you know what? Julian Assange would have told us that. So he knows that the source who has the WikiLeaks emails, you know, because he is WikiLeaks, Could have told him who gave it to him if he asked, but he never did. Assange actually made that a point. He's never asked me. Special counsel hasn't communicated with me, which means he never intended to look to see if there was any exculpatory evidence against the Russian state because that wasn't his goal. Are you guys seeing just how corrupt this is? Everyone should be tweeting fire bar, fire bar, fire bar listen to how he tidies this up now
2: So the process for producing the public report that i am releasing today as i said several times the report contains limited redactions related to four categories of information to ensure as much transparency as possible those redactions have been clearly labeled so that the leaders can tell uh, the readers can tell which redactions correspond to which categories. Now, as I to, to, to recall, those categories are six E material, grand jury material, information that uh, the IC uh, believes uh, would disclose sources and methods, information that would impair the investigation and prosecution of other cases that are underway. And finally, information that implicates the privacy and reputational interests of peripheral third parties. As you will see, most of the redactions were compelled by the need to prevent harm to ongoing matters and to comply with court orders, prohibiting the public disclosure of information bearing on ongoing investigations and criminal cases, such as the IRA case and the Roger Stone case. These redactions were applied by Department of Justice attorneys working closely together with attorneys. From-
0: Wait a minute. So any, any material that relates to Roger Stone, who is an American citizen and thus has already been cleared of any collusion with Russia, and anything with IRA, meaning the DNC server hack, We can't release that stuff because those are still ongoing. And there's an open indictment that was sent to a department to die. So we will never see exactly who hacked the DNC server. This is why we need to get rid of Barr. I am shocked. I am completely in utter shock for anyone that thinks that Barr is on Team America. He is on Team America. Deep state. He is on team swamp. He is an old guard placed to ensure that their legacy lives on. Got it. I would fire him in an instant if I were Trump. Fire him immediately. He did what he was supposed to do. Now fire him.
2: From the special counsel's office, as well as uh, the intelligence community, and prosecutors are handling the ongoing cases. The redactions are their work product no redactions done by anybody outside this group there were no redactions done by anybody outside this group no one outside this group proposed any redactions and no one outside the department has seen the unredacted report with the exception of certain sections that were made available to ic the intelligence community for their advice on protecting intelligence sources and methods. Consistent with longstanding executive branch practice, the decision whether to assert executive privilege over any portion of the report rested with the President of the United States. Because the White House had voluntarily cooperated with the Special Counsel, significant portions of the report contained material over which the President could have asserted privilege and he would have been well within his rights to do so. Following my March 29th letter, the Office of the White House Counsel requested the opportunity to review the redacted version of the report in order to advise the President on the potential invocation of privilege, which is consistent with longstanding practice. Following that review, the President confirmed that in the interest of transparency and full disclosure to the American people, He would not assert privilege over the special counsel's report. Accordingly, the public report I am releasing today contains redactions only for the four categories that I previously outlined, and no material has been redacted based on executive privilege. In addition, earlier this week, the President's personal counsel requested and was given the opportunity to read a final version of the redacted report before it was publicly released. That request was consistent with the practice followed under the Ethics and Government Act, which permitted individuals named in a report prepared by an independent counsel the opportunity to read the report before publication. The president's personal lawyers were not permitted to make and did not request any redactions.
0: All right. So just before we head to this break, I just want to make a point. Uh, President Trump had already seen a copy of this report. I'm pretty sure he was throwing stuff up the wall. He should have unredacted. He needs to unredact portions of it that are related to the IRA. He needs to unredact portions of it that relate to Roger Stone because that's where the goods are. And he should start revealing names. Fire bar. I'll see you all in a few.
5: Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help.
0: Welcome back to the Tory Says Show. This is the last half hour of the show and uh, I will be publishing the article and I am tweeting out to everyone a link after the end of my show where you can download the full 448 pages of the report and take a look at it. Now from what I see that I can tell you is that there are redacted portions of people that are still under investigation. There are one two three grand juries that are pending and then there's personal privacy they're hiding the name because if they expose the name then it can cause harm to their image that's pretty interesting uh so um the report is 448 pages long. Uh, all the good bits are redacted, so nobody cares, uh, you know, to see it. But the bottom line here is, is that now we need to strategize to see how we can remove William Barr. William Barr is obviously not on Team America. He was brought in by the Trump campaign for the sake of placing an attorney general, and um, into place, the fact that Whitaker is still within the Department of Justice and has not left, um, I would say, would be a perfect acting attorney general once again. We have seen the true colors, Uh, and as you will see here in the last portion of his interview um, with a few questions, uh, which is to drive uh, the media narrative, I want you guys to just pay attention to just how swampy he is because this is how they operate.
2: Let's see. In addition to making the redacted report public, we are also working with Congress to accommodate their legitimate oversight interests with respect to the special counsel's investigation. We have been consulting with Chairman Graham and Chairman Nadler through this process.
0: Did you get the names? Chairman Graham, Swamp Creature, Nadler, U.S. edition of the Eyebrow Gate. Did you guys see his eyebrow moving yesterday? Oh my gosh. So they all use eyebrow glue. That's really weird.
2: And we will continue to do so. Given the limited nature of the redactions, I believe that the publicly released report will allow every American to understand the results of the special counsel's investigation. Nevertheless, in an effort to accommodate congressional requests, we will make available, subject to appropriate safeguards, to a bipartisan group of leaders from several congressional committees a version of the report with all redactions removed except those relating to grand jury information. Thus, these members of Congress will be able to see all of the redacted material for themselves with the limited exception of that which by law cannot be shared.
0: You know, I just wanted to say something. So he's like, I'll give him some redacted portions, except those by law, which are under grand jury, uh, to take a look at. But some listener actually DM'd me something that is uh, curious. Since we can see that William Barr is batting for the other team, the team of not America, the team of globalists, the team of the fourth unelected branch of government, that means... That they know what mitigation they need to do and what needs to be avoided to relieve themselves of any fears of being incarcerated or held accountable for what they've done. Uh, And and that is a very telling statement. Thank you, listener.
2: I believe that this accommodation, together with my upcoming testimony before the Senate and House Judiciary Committees, will satisfy any... We need Congress has for information regarding the special counsel's investigation. Once again, I'd like to thank you for being here and I will now have a few questions.
6: Uh, Mr. Attorney General, we don't have the report in hand. So could you explain for us the special counsel's articulated reason for not reaching a decision on obstruction of justice and if it had anything to do with the department's longstanding standing guidance, on not indicting a sitting president, and you say you disagreed
2: with some of his legal theories. What did you disagree with him on? Um, the I, I, I'd leave it to his description in the report, the special counsel's own articulation of of why he didn't did not want to make a determination as to whether or not there was an obstruction of fence. But I will say that when we met with him. Uh, Deputy Attorney General uh, Rosenstein and I met with him along with Ed O'Callaghan, who is the principal associate deputy. On March 5th, we specifically asked him about the OLC opinion and whether or not he was taking the position that he would have found a crime, but for the existence of the OLC opinion. And he made it very clear several times that that was not his position. He he was not saying that but for the OLC opinion he would have found a crime. He made it clear that he had not made the determination that there was a crime.
1: Did you disagree
4: with him on it? What did you disagree with him on?
1: Given that, uh, why did you and Mr. Rosenstein feel the need you had to take it to the next step to conclude that there was no crime, especially given that DOJ policy? Well,
2: the very prosecutorial function and all our powers as prosecutors, including the power to convene grand juries and the compulsory process that's involved there, is for one purpose and one purpose only. It's determined yes or no, was alleged conduct criminal or not criminal. That is, that is our responsibility and that's...
0: Yeah, so is Trump saying, oh my gosh, I'm fucked. Is that criminal or not criminal?
2: Why we have the tools we have. And we don't go through this process just to collect information and throw it out to the public. We collect this information, we use that compulsory process for the purpose of making that decision. And because uh, the special counsel did not make that decision, we felt the department had to. And that was a decision by uh, me and the deputy attorney general. Yes. Or did the special counsel indicate? Uh, that he wanted you to make the decision or that it should be left for Congress? And also, how do you respond to...
0: Wait a minute, what? Uh, you make the decision as Attorney General or Congress makes the decision if it's a criminal act? Oh, my God.
2: Criticism
4: you've received.
0: Congress can't make determinations of crimes. What a clown. Listen to that question.
4: Receiving from congressional
2: Democrats that you're acting more as a... Attorney for the President rather than uh, as the Chief Law Enforcement Officer? Uh, Special Counsel Mueller did not indicate that his purpose was to leave the decision to Congress. I hope that was not his view since we don't convene grand juries and conduct criminal investigations for that purpose. Uh, He did not – I didn't talk to him directly about uh, the fact that we were making the decision, but I am told that his reaction to that was that it was – my my prerogative as attorney general to make that decision
0: uh attorney general bar catherine here at fox news hi there is there anything you can share today about your review of the genesis of the russia investigation and whether assets have been provided to investigate uh,
2: no uh, today ahead. i'm really focused just on the process of releasing this report
0: general, fox, 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 democrats in congress fox.
1: have asked for robert Mueller himself to testify uh, Robert Mueller remains a Justice Department employee as of this moment. Will you permit him to testify publicly to Congress?
0: Okay, so this chick is the one that you see, the reporter, and I forget her name, always hanging around, guess who? Diane Feinstein. No
2: objection to Bob Mueller personally tested.
0: Okay, so let's end it there on his thing. So he's no objection to have Mueller come in. So we're going to have a nice parade uh, while we're raiding indictments of how Mueller's going to answer questions and give his opinion. And his opinion means nothing. Saying that, oh my gosh, how is this happening is not obstruction of justice. Uh, uh, say Making statements like, how is this happening? Why are you allowing this to happen? Is not obstruction of justice. It is the frustration of someone who is innocent. It is a frustration of someone who has won an election fairly and all that has been done throughout his campaign and now into his presidency is to disallow him to exercise his executive privilege to disallow him to be president basically because they don't want him as president now there's a lot of people out there that are like oh well it's not Barr's fault you know that he's saying things that are corrupt it's a It's a corrupt report, so he has to read off of it. No. It is his job as the Attorney General of the United States to safeguard the United States of America and the law enforcement of the United States of America. He has every single right vested in him by his position to do so, and he chose not to. Instead, he validated false Indictments. He validated false evidence. He validated evidence that is not admissible. And that was actually stated by Judge Collier on a memorandum in September of 2016 because CrowdStrike's conclusions are not admissible because the FBI never received the DNC servers to check them forensically. This is one of the biggest miscarriages of justice I have ever seen. And I don't think it will ever repeat itself again. Considering that for the next, you know, six years that we have President Trump in office, well, five years actually, we have the chance To remove people like this from positions, to gut law enforcement, the Justice Department and the intelligence community from people that believe that they know best. The people that believe that they know how society must proceed. Because if we don't, we'll never see something like this again because we are all just subjects. And this is the turning point of making America great again or not. There is no keep America great unless William Barr is fired and we have severe turnover within the FBI, the CIA, rest of the intelligence community, and the Department of Justice. There is no CAG because we're not there yet. We're still trying to make America great again and yet no matter who we find that people would be okay with taking office they're corrupt I mean William Barr is one of the most corrupt people out there he's covered for very big people Mueller in 2012 had many MOUs in place well he actually had them in place from 2006 but for the purpose of what I'm telling you right now Mueller was the FBI director in 2012 and part of 2013 before he passed the torch on to Comey after May of 2016, of 2013, sorry. He was actually in an unprecedented move. Obama overrode the law that says that an FBI director can only be in place for 10 years and extended it for him, to which he passed the torch on to Comey. And then, you know, totally coincidentally, Mueller was then placed after Comey's release from duty as special counsel. But here's where it gets really, really intricate. We were talking about MOUs yesterday, and I told you this yesterday as well. But there are multiple MOUs in place from uh, 2003 and 2006 with multiple telecoms companies in which they allow the FBI to listen in, track, and observe communication habits of people without a warrant this is a memorandum of understanding that you will not use any of this that you see in your warrant but it will give you enough basis to go to a grand jury and indict a ham sandwich as they say because this is exactly what Mueller did he indicted ham sandwiches that you know anybody any prosecutor can go to a grand jury and pretty much indict anything they want a cup of coffee foot kid dull for whatever just because they don't like them whatever so here is where we have a special prosecutor that has been monitoring under the guise of these mous donald j trump as a citizen from 2012 and over and i dare anyone to tell me that it's not because buried in that report is cohen's testimony if He actually provided it. Because it was in 2012 that Cohen started to have conversations with the FBI, isn't it so? And it was Cohen who set up the campaign fund for President Donald J. Trump. In 2012, when President Trump filed for the trademark, it was Cohen... That changed the campaign fund where he was exploring to see if he was going to run for president for 2012 to convince President Donald J. Trump to run. It was at that point that they realized when he patented the slogan, Make America Great Again, just days after the 2012 election, hours actually, that he was going to run. And up until 2014, December of 2014, FBI Director Mueller and then FBI Director Comey had people in place in a project, in an operation, that I will not release the name of until I get it on paper from sources. Monitoring his communications, his organization's communications, in order to allow them to find something to be able to apply for a warrant, but they didn't. So in December 2014, Suddenly, the seventy-two up, seventy-two hour uh, upstream was actually in. Um, I would say, uh, how can I say diverted? Let's see. Under Section Seven O Two, the National Security Agency has the availability of maintaining all upstream communications. That means phones, emails, search data, uploads, downloads, whatever, in the United States for seventy-two hours. That allows sufficient time in order for you to get a warrant. Well, they started storing and monitoring specific upstreams, all related to President Trump, and then just some under random people. In 2015, Judd Collier actually called out the intelligence community, the director of the intelligence agency, and the director of the CIA, and said, What are you doing? This isn't right. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's an algorithm problem. We're trying to fix it. Again, in 2016, Judge Collier said, well, hold on a second. I see here in your FISA warrant applications that you're using data that was intercepted through this algorithm problem. And you haven't fixed it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we haven't fixed it yet, but we're trying to. I think it's human error. That was in 2016. So pay attention more. President Donald J. Trump wasn't spied on, you know, in 2016 only through FISA warrants. It's ridiculous to even think so. He was monitored from November 25th, 2012. That is the date that the first data started to get collected from. That is the date that they started under the guise of MOUs to track and follow communications activities within persons within the Trump campaign. And that is around the time that Cohen was compromised. Cohen, who looked President Trump straight in the face and worked with him on the campaign for years, recording things. Why do you think he was recording things? Of course you know now. Spygate did not start in 2015. It didn't start in 2016. It was in 2012. They just used loopholes they could and claimed that there was an algorithm problem, such a tight algorithm problem, that it was only people that were interested or funding the convinced Trump to run for office campaign campaign monitoring General Flynn, monitoring Carter Page, monitoring you, I, anyone, his children, grandchildren, nannies, you name it, dormant, everyone, to find the smoking gun. And when it was getting closer and the discussions were being had around December 2014 when they found out at a Christmas party that he is running and he will be announcing it, he's getting all his finances in order and it was so much fun The Trump family was pumped. So was the DIA and the CIA director, both of them. Because that's when they started to intercept 72-hour upstreams. Under the guise that it was an algorithm problem, then it was a human error problem, and they don't know how to delete information, and they don't know why it happened. It was just an error, an error that was highly specific, and the judge made that clear. She made it clear, especially when they applied for the FISA warrant, and she said, Well, hold on a second. Are you just saying that you just so happened to have come across data that I've been telling you for over 15 months that you've been intercepting and you've told me it was an algorithm problem. So it just so happened coincidentally that this algorithm problem gave you information that decided that put forward to you to start investigating and apply for a FISA warrant. Really? Come on. Coincidence, right? This is pure insanity what we're seeing. And anyone saying that William Barr is honorable, for me, has no idea how the swamp works. This is their prime operation. (laughs) This is it. William Barr was hired to do one job. And that was make sure to ensure that an honest man at least got the vindication that he did not collude and that he won the election with no Russian interference and nobody propping him up or no stolen election or any rigged elections, not like the other side. The other side paid the Ukrainians. The other side paid for opposition research. The other side paid for prostitutes. The other side paid for people. He didn't do any of that. He didn't even spend half the money they did and won. Because people can see through BS and hopefully people can see through this BS. And if I see that William Barr is corrupt, I'm pretty sure a lot of other people can see it too. I mean, how often, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of held a little basket of hope that he wanted to exit this world with integrity. Being known for someone that had done wrongs and was trying to undo those wrongs. I have to admit it. I did. Obviously, that crumbled. But I have to say, politics. What does that mean? It means discussion of government affairs. That's basically what it means. That's what, that's what politics are. Someone needs to understand that politics, the discussion of government affairs or anything that has to do with the government or the operation. Plays in every facet of our life. Could you imagine having started a job, a job, where you entered into it young, bright-eyed, with so much passion? Thinking you were going to change the world because you were going to use the tools that God bestowed upon you and your ability to learn more for the greater good. And as you entered your new job, you realize that there's a lot of politics at work. That there are things you shouldn't be talking about. There are things that you should just eyes forward you report something, you will get scolded. And when you're getting scolded the first time, it's not like a write-up or a reprimand, right? They make sure that you know this is the final chit, even if it's something trivial, because it's that small trivial portion that sets off alarm bells. And at that point, at a young age, bright-eyed bunny, running into that job, you suddenly realize that politics... Is everywhere and it's never pretty and it's never good and it's always dirty so you decide to put your head down but as your head is down you're taking names you're paying attention to the the gum that they chew the way they take their coffee the way they holster their weapon the way they train you the way they speak to you the way they stand the way they sit The way they tie their shoes, is it two bunny heads or is it one around? You pay attention to everything because you know at some point it will be, you'll be on that other side where you will be able to do exactly what you were supposed to do when you were hired and that's do your job. So many people Supported the election of President Donald J. Trump because they wanted to do their job. They wanted to complete their job. And some of them were patient in the same job for many years, others for less. But what they did was throughout the time that they served and worked, they paid attention. Today was not a win. It was a vindication for the collusion, 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 but not a win. I'll see you all tomorrow. Have a great evening from all of us here at Red State. God bless. Stay safe. And please pay attention more and remember, what is it? The tiger never changes their stripes or the leopard never changes from spots to stripes. What's that word? Keep that in mind. Because it's about to get really, really rowdy this summer. Thunderstorms are coming, for sure. God bless from all of us here at Red State. Have a great evening.